it's relentless and some of it is so funny like i remember one <laughs> tall guy mm. he goes how tall are you private six foot nine sir i didn't know they stacked shit that high <laughs> <laughs> wow and, and star wars oh in wartime he's pulling out his darth maul action figure pretty cool well real quick uh it's really cool Shout out to uh, Heroes Reforged. Oh, yeah. Star Wars. Shout Augustine, out. Adam. Those, those dudes know way more than I do about Oh, they know more. World. Yeah, they know way more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> Meet the woman who invented duct tape. Yeah. What? Was invented in World War II. Named Vesta Stout. Thank you, Vestal Goodman. Of our... What was her name? I, Vesta... I think Vesta, oh, Vesta Stout. Oh, I was thinking of the singer. Sorry. <laughs> Vesta Goodman? What does she say? Vesta Goodman. She, how, how do you spell it? Uh, V-E-S-T-A-L, I think. Goodman. Goodman. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just the way she looks. Right. Somewhere just across the Jordan River. Wow. <laughs> There is a place. There's of a place. That's what she can do it though. Oh, she's great. The soundtrack is so good. This is the Saving Private Ryan soundtrack. Is this John Williams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Twerk Ethic Show. Mm-hmm. My name is JT. This cat over here, his name is Cooley. And we are. A comedy podcast, and there will be lots of laughter in here. But we also wanted to honor, uh, like we wanted to make this a little bit more honorable because of D-Day. Right. Um, And if you don't know what D-Day is, you should probably Google that Mm -hmm. before watching this episode. Yeah, pause it right. I think they got it. Right here. (laughs) Yours pause longer than mine. See? (laughs) There's a reason for that. I uh, I'm a huge, and so are you. Huge mm-hmm. fan. Maybe fan is not the right word. Yes, it is. I'm a huge fan of World War II history. Yeah, very fascinated. Sure. Which reminds me, when I was on a date, uh, my second date with my now wife. Mm. So it did work out. I guess so. One of the funniest things that ever happened was, uh, you you know how like sometimes you get excited. And you just say the wrong thing, mm. you know? Yeah. And so we went to this. Kill Probably not. Oh. <laughs> that was a little too excited. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, this is similar, just not as offensive. As, Got it. Is the way. Yeah. That was pretty offensive. <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep all this out. Uh, we went to an Italian restaurant and, you know, we're getting to know each other. And mm-hmm. We got to talk about World War II. And Sparks are flying. All that stuff. And my wife is 
is fascinated with learning about the Holocaust, mm. like okay. the subject of it. And sure. as am I, I mean, it's horrific, terrible. Absolutely. But it's also fascinating to like, it's almost like, how did this, how did such a thing happen? Yeah. So anyway, she was trying to communicate to me that, <laughs> that she is very interested in the subject of the Holocaust. But right. We're, but we're in this Italian restaurant and she just gets excited because <laughs> she knew that she could relate to me. Right. Right. And you know, you're on your second, we're on our second date. We're both nervous. Yeah. You and can't have relations goes, that early. She just goes, she goes, Oh, I freaking love the Holocaust. And I was like, <laughs> um, I think you should, I knew it. I think you should change your terminology. And she goes, Oh no, that's not what I was saying. I said, I said, I know. Trust me, I know that's not what you were saying. Right. And uh, it was so funny because it was just she was trying to relate to me that she she could. Yeah. She liked uh, learning about it. Right. right. Yeah. For um, sure. But anyway, I, I just just thought that was hilarious. She's like, let me get the waiter. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I'm gonna. Crap. I can't use most of this stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah, you can. Maybe. I don't know. No, I'm not going to. No. But it's funny. I'll give it to you. It's funny. Just not I like it. in front of this many people. <laughs> <laughs> so today, we thought we could honor uh, D-Day by doing a Mount Rushmore of military... <laughs> All right. Of Done. military movies. Now I shows on. I think that we should probably put some rules in. Um Okay. And the rules are I there are no rules. So uh. it could be about uh. or should there be rules? Like, does there have to be military action? Like, is it a war movie? Or is it a military movie? Or it, could it be about that war? Like, yeah. like for example, like um, uh, the, my gosh, what's the Steven Spielberg movie with the girl in the red? Oh, Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Yeah. It's not a war movie. Right. But I would consider that, you know, p- that's part of the war. Sure. So does that count? Or is this like battles? I think Sound of Music counts. Wow. Because it's yeah, that's based true. around Austria, Hungary, and them collaborating with so there's Nazis. No, you're basically saying there's no rules. Sure. Um, yeah. Does it need to be World War II? No, any, okay. any, any war. Okay. Any war. Um, so this is, what do you call it then? Rushmore of what? What are we ranking? Uh, Movies. In wartime. In wartime movies. There you go. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Why not? Uh, And then uh, we'll talk about some other things, but you want to go ahead and do the Rushmore? Sure. Today's Rushmore is in wartime movies. Yeah. Before we continue, huh? I realized that I haven't ranked my list. So give me a few seconds. I've written them down, but okay. Um, I'd also like to say 
hold your judgment because we're not, this is not a, these are the best at most accurate. Again, <sighs> if you just, if you just part of twerk ethic, mm-hmm. these Rushmore's are our opinion. So yes. Um, in our opinion alone. Yes. So this, these are my favorite wartime movies, and they're going to be your favorite wartime movies. And they're not right, nor are they wrong. That's correct. Unless you want to go to war about it. Or are they incorrect? Mm. Well, Cooley, I'm going to let you start. We're going to rank four to one. What are we doing? Round table. We're going to do Rushmore of wartime movies. That's right. Are you ready? Do you have a yes. list? I do. Okay. Starting it. <laughs> it's like a drum roll for everyone. Number <laughs> number four. What you got? The Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never seen that movie. Intense, bro. Really? Intense. De- uh, deals with the military bomb squad. Oh. And anytime you find something on the ground, just... Strap on the old, whatever it is called, protects them from the explosions. Yeah. Walk in there all, you know, Mm -hmm. carefully and just, and every time there's, you know, an incident or an incident about to happen. Yeah. I was just like, it's shot very well. Yeah. So, um, but I remember that, I remember that movie vividly and I'm just like, and I was if you have anxiety, probably not. Don't watch it. Maybe not watch any military movie. That yeah, that too. Or war movie. Yeah, wartime movie. Yep. Because uh, it is anxiety ridden. Yep, for sure. Okay, so you're saying I need to watch this movie? It's yeah. Do you remember who is in the Hurt Locker? Uh, Jeremy Renner. Oh, Jeremy Renner. Anthony Mackie. Mm-hmm. Man, all of all all the Marvel dudes. Sheesh. Oh yeah. Wow, it has a ninety-seven percent. It's dude, it's so good. I recommend you watch that one. Okay. Oh, it's I'm in. Really good. I'm in. Now that I see the thing, I'm like, and you have surround sound. Have oh, I, dude, have I watched this? Okay. Anyway, all right. My number four. Mm-hmm. My number four is Delta Farce by Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I uh, would have accepted that. Yeah. One. Uh, no, way, my no num- rules. My number four is Fury. Oh, okay. Brad Pitt. Nice. That movie got me, dude. Yeah. That was so, so freaking good. <sighs> That's intense, too. Big time. Like, just the tank scenes and, like, man. Yep. Like, who else is in that? Um, Shia LaBeouf is in that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I forgot the dude's name. He played Punisher for a little while. And he was in uh, the zombie um, show. Oh, um, Walking Dead. Okay. Well, he was in it early on because he got. You talking about? Killed. No, that's not him. But yeah, Fury. I I can't remember much about it. I just remember yeah. when I finished that movie, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so good, ridiculous." Yeah. All right, man. What's your number? Trace. Number Trace is. In the army now, Polly Shore. <laughs> you have to have Ernest. I do love that movie though. Ernest, good, Ernest in the army is that a movie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. It probably is. Yeah. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Oh man, number three. Another intense movie. Classic. But 
great actors, great acting, great soundtrack, all of the above. Weren't you telling me that they put Matt Damon in like a different trailer and like um they the the character of Ryan like oh, then yeah. they actually put Matt Damon in like a different Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. It I don't was, know if I told you that one. Okay. But I don't, I don't remember that. But basically they made the cast hate Matt Damon in real life. Oh, really? So when they finally met up with Ryan, the mm-hmm. acting would be more ah. accurate. You know, makes sense because it's like, why do we have to save just like, why are we saving going through all this effort just to save you? Yeah, you know, right. That movie was total sense, so good, and apparently, very, very, very accurate. And, um, I had read that when some of the World War II vets went to see the movie, they had to walk out because it was just, it was too realistic. And it's like, I I can't imagine, dude, I bet probably one of the most fascinating books I ever read uh, on this is literally called D-Day. Um, oh, yeah. By Stephen Ambrose, mm-hmm. who also wrote Band of Brothers. Uh, and it is, it is, it's like real granular details. Mm-hmm. Like it's freaking fascinating. Yeah. But Saving Private Ryan is, is absolutely amazing. Yep. Okay. Great movie. My number three. Can't go wrong with Tom Hanks either. No, no. you're number three. Is my number three is a movie called Glory. Oh man, I think that was 1989. Uh, Denzel, Denzel, Morgan Freeman, mm-hmm. Matthew Broderick. Yep, just classic. That's movie. a great movie. Uh, I need to watch that one again. It's been a long time since I've seen that one. This one takes place um, during the Civil War mm-hmm. and it talks about. Um, the first all black volunteer company. Uh, oh, and it is, yeah. it's so good, dude. That movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and when did, when did Denzel really start getting after it? Was it before this movie? Cause this is one of the movies where I first noticed him. Yeah. I think he was, this was like his first super like serious role. Okay. I think. Yeah. Man, I just kind of want to go back and watch this movie again. Yeah. It's not on my list. Uh, it's not on my Rushmore, but also I watched Gettysburg. Have you yeah. seen Gettysburg? Oh, yeah. It's like four hours the long. The show? Or is it a show? No, it was a movie. Oh, okay. But it's like four hours long. Yeah. Jeff Daniels, right? Uh, seeing it? Ah, that's a good point. I know Martin Sheen is. Oh, okay. Um, let's I, see. I haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen parts of it. It though. came out in 93. Okay. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Where we go. But dude, you've got Martin Sheen, Jeff Daniels, Sam Elliott. 93. I was 15. So I probably didn't watch the full four hours. To be honest with you. Yeah. I doubt it. So, but that movie's great. Okay. But yeah. Seen. What you got for number two, brother? Some of it. Um, Number two. Ooh, is a boat movie. A boat movie. Starring Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. What was that? You've got mail. <laughs> was that something that just flew? What do you mean? Oh, okay. I thought you were looking at the same thing I was. What happened? I don't know. It was like either dust or like a oh, no, fly or something. I didn't see it. Okay. Probably just my glaucoma. Who knows? <laughs> Boat movie with Matthew McConaughey. U571. 
I've never even heard of this. Dude, it is Man, so is... good. All right, U5. I think it came out in the early 2000s, I think. Matt's Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi's in it. That's right. Harvey Keitel, Bill Paxton. Oh, dude, why yeah. have I not seen this? Right. Dude, it's awesome. It's an amazing movie. So about the German U-boats. Okay. Hence U-571. Wow. And uh, it was like Dang. a very vital mission. And uh, some, a lot say, actually, that it changed the, the war in our favor. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but yeah, man, check it out. U-571. If you that haven't re- seen it, I recommend it. That reminds me of another one on my honorables that also changed the tide, which was the imitation game. Okay. Where we cracked the code of Enigma. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. just amazing. Yeah. Just, that's the thing about World War II history is like, you learn one thing and then you have to go learn another thing. Mm-hmm. And then you learn that and you, like Warren Buffett said one time, he was like, uh, the more you learn, the more you can learn, mm. you know, and you just keep building and building and building. Right. And I've been reading about World War II for years and years. And yeah. I've been watching documentaries way before I was reading. Yeah. And I still feel like I don't know anything. Yeah. You There's know? a lot. There's just a so much it. out there. Millions were involved. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and the more you learn about that, the more you want to learn. Yes. That's Not true. only that you can learn. It becomes more fascinating. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Like. So many stories to dive into. Close to 70 million people died. Like. <laughs> that's crazy. What in the heck? That's seven New York cities, basically. Yeah, yeah, died Sheesh. in a period of four years. Well, Crazy. that's not true. That would it would have been a period of because four years was our involvement, right? It would have been a, six years. Six. Yeah. I think it started thirty nine. Yeah, September nineteen thirty nine is when Germany invaded Poland. Hmm. Um, which, dude, have you have you do you remember hearing the story about Jared Prisbez? Our friend Jared. Yeah. Uh, tell hit, the people, though. He, Sorry, Jared, if I tell this wrong, but in some sort of combination, this happened. Like, yeah. his grandmother was an hour late to the Titanic. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. she literally was late and did not get on the boat that went down. Yeah. Like, what? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then his, it could have been, his grandfather or something like this left Poland in 1938. Oh my gosh. So he was like, dude, no one, no wonder I'm a fan of history. Yeah. It's like, for sure. My, it's just, my family was deeply impacted yep. by this. And like, that's just crazy. Yeah. Like, man. you know, you're meant to be here. Yeah. You miss the Titanic and you miss the invasion of Poland. Yep. Wow. Several reasons why crazy. Ah, all right. So, we're at number two? Yep. For you. Oh, you already said your number two. Mm-hmm. All right. My number two, you've already said it. Saving Private Ryan. Nice. So great. Good one. So, so, so great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that movie just, it just kind of felt like even now when I, when I read about history, World War II history, like sometimes my visual is that movie. Oh, yeah. It allowed us to look at 
what it might have actually looked like, not Definitely. just some of the black and white footage. Right. You know, like that D-Day scene when they come on the beach and oh. like that war scene, how on earth did they film that? Yeah, exactly. How did they do that? Yeah. Spielberg, bro. God. That had to be, I mean, he's had plenty of masterpieces. He's got the money. But he's got the time. He made that feel special. Oh, man. Special, dude. Yep. Man. It's the first way I've, or it's the first, yeah. It's the first way I've seen that war in that light. Yeah. I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. It's like some some people didn't even get off the boat. Mugs are still on the boat and got killed. Yeah. Mm. As soon as that door went in. What's, uh, what's the name of those boats? Uh, the Andrew Higgins Higgins boat boats yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about this. Well, we can talk about it now. Sure. Um, no, we'll talk about it later. What we'll, we'll talk about it now. Sure. Let's talk about it later. Whatever you want. You gonna talk about it now? Cool. You gonna talk about it later? Number one. <laughs> That's awesome. Actually, I gotta pee real quick. Okay. I'll be right back. All right, he's back from from peeing. Nice. Sweet tea, go right through you. <laughs> Woo. No, what I was going to say is the Andrew Higgins boat was built by Andrew Higgins mm. at the Higgins factory in New Orleans, and that's why they decided to put the World War II Museum in New Orleans. That's right. Which you and I went to. We did. And that's one of the most amazing museums. No, it is the most amazing museum I've ever been to. Oh, by far. Me too. It is. It is number one. It's in so in depth, so many things, and I only went to half to it. Half to it, and I only went to half of it. Yeah, because it's so massive. Same. We we blocked, and they were building new buildings when I was there. Too. We blocked out five hours mm. to go. Yeah, and we only went to two of the five buildings. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I, did. I wasn't even this kind of guy. Like I wasn't even reading everything. It's just right. It's just that big. Yeah. And the coolest part is you get like this dog tag, like this digital dog tag. And mm-hmm. as soon as you buy your ticket, they give you a name of a of a a real soldier. Mm-hmm. And so when you go to an exhibit, you scan it, and it's like, you know, I'm so and so served in the Japanese theater this time, or I was yeah. still in book. It's just so cool. Yeah. Such a cool way to honor and very cool. Speaking of Spielberg, Stephen Ambrose. Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. and Tom Hanks are the ones who curated that whole museum. I don't doubt it. It's just crazy. It's so well done, man. It's it's. If you ever go to New Orleans, check out that World War II museum. I it's, would say that's the only thing you need to do. Yeah, and uh, beignet or two. And beignet, that's beignet the the dough with sugar on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Grab your beignet and go over to the World War II Museum. When we went, we New wanted Orleans. to step on Bourbon Street. Yeah. So uh, me and Sarah Carter, <laughs> we walked on Bourbon Street. We stepped on it. And I, we looked left. And we looked right. Yeah. I said, hey, you good? She said, I'm good. And we turned around. Because <laughs> we, we didn't want any part of that. Yeah. It was a dude. Yeah. I, I can't even tell you what I saw. It smells of trash water. It was awful. Everywhere. It was terrible. Yeah. Anyway, how about that number one? You number do one. It? Oscar Schindler's List. Schindler's List. 
Number one. Sorry to have mentioned that earlier, but I'm glad I did clarify it's fine. that it that was good. That it was good. No, no, it's fine. Uh, it's my number one. Done in 1993. Fantastic. Starring Liam Neeson's. Um, and it was all in black and white. Phenomenal. And it kind of brought you back into those times because they shot it in black and white. I think it would have been if it would have been color, it wouldn't have been as good. Or oh, no, as no. real. No. It that was movie was so perfect. realistic. There was nothing like that. It's one of the most amazing movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big time. I, I've been wanting to watch it for a long time, but it, I just like never in the mood to be that sad, I guess. But it was unbelievable. True. Like, yeah. It's yep. one of those movies that I've only seen one time and it hung with me. Mm. Yeah. Like it. Oh, yeah. It just hung. It'll latch on to you for sure. Because there was so much sadness in that movie. I mean, that's what it, you know, it was what it, yeah, it was based around that. So. And there's like a lot of uh, evidence. Fun, fun is the wrong word. Uh, there is a lot of fascinating uh, facts about how they went about filming it to keep mm. it realistic and mm-hmm. keep it honorable and stuff like that. So, I mean, Spielberg, like you said, the guy is, he is, I don't think there's anyone like him. Nope. Nope. I truly don't think there's anyone like him. Later this year, Indiana Jones. If it's a Spielberg movie, I'm watching that mug. Oh, yeah. And and it is. So, and I'm going to see it. That's going to be good. All right. Well, my number one. Mm. We're going to go to Vietnam. Full Metal Jacket. Oh yeah, dude! All right, this movie is so well done. Yeah, it's the 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 year is that one? That's a good question. Um, Was in the eighties? Let's see, Full Metal Jacket, eighty-seven. Oh, okay. It came out, and it was like it's so realistic in terms of like what the soldiers went through during Mm. the war. Mm-hmm. The way they had to process that, yeah. Um, but also, dude, <laughs> that freaking drill sergeant oh, at the man. beginning. Yeah, I can't. I can't ever remember his real name. But he was like a drill sergeant in real life. Oh, um, I believe it. Uh, he was definitely believable. Who was it? Um, is it Seymour? Seymour Butts or something like that? <laughs> Arlie, Ermy. Our, yeah, oh, I would never would have guessed that. I, yeah, I don't know. You you know it. I mean, you know that mm-hmm. drill sergeant scene. Yeah. So yeah, I, I love the part of. If you haven't seen the movie, like at the very beginning, for a long time, he is just ripping <sighs> these soldiers. Oh my England. gosh! And it's relentless. It's relentless, and some of it is so funny. Like I remember one <laughs> tall guy. Mm. He goes, "How tall are you, Private? Six foot nine, sir. I didn't know they stacked." Sh- that high <laughs> <laughs> wow and then about that one one that i actually cannot put in here but i'll just tell you right now yeah. is, uh there was one too where he goes um you seem like the kind of common decent seated <laughs> and he improv that wow like that that's yeah. brilliant this movie I need to see I need to see this movie again. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. But 
That is probably my favorite of all time. That's a good one. So let's do some honorable mentions. Do, right. you, do you have some? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll. Yeah, bro. I'll kick it off. Okay. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Have you ever seen that one? I don't think so. Andrew Garfield. Uh-uh. He like rescues people. He's a medic. No, I've never seen okay. that. Okay, I'll watch you five seven one. You watch Hacksaw Ridge. All right, and I'll watch The Hurt Locker. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I will for sure. I said it earlier. The Imitation Game, Lone Survivor. Oh, that I ache when I watch that one. That was unbelievable. There's a lot of falling. And yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's it's horrible. My bones are breaking. Uh, we were soldiers. Mm. Um, and then like the Quentin Tarantino stuff, like Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah, and uh, what's the other one? Great movie. There's like another one too, right? That's no, that might be the one I'm thinking about. Mm. Uh, and then this is not a movie, so I couldn't put it on there. But if I could have put it on there, my number one would have been Band of Brothers. Oh yeah, that's no the doubt. best World War II media ever done. Yeah. That is so good. Ever. Yeah. All right. What you got? I got some Black Hawk Down. Oh, yes. Yes. Some Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. Yeah. You showed me that movie. Mm-hmm. So good. Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. That was intense. That was intense. Jessica Chastain. Yep. Uh, American Sniper. That's a good one. Did we see that Bradley, together? Bradley Cooper. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And the dude in front of us starts crying, and I'm like, yeah. I couldn't take it. Yeah. Man, old, older gentleman. Yeah. 1917. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Good, good one. The Patriot. Yeah, I see. We, I feel like we could, like, since we opened it up. Yeah. Probably could have. Also, Glory and Fury. You had those. Braveheart. Amazing. Darkest Hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Winston that was Churchill. Yeah, that was great. Oh, so good. And Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now. Oh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah. And, and Star Wars. Ooh, in wartime. He's pulling out his Darth Maul action figure. Let me tell you something about this Darth Maul. It was in the show last week, and I never said anything. There's all the collectibles. Obi-Wan, Queen Amidala, Qui-Gon Jinn. But I got the Darth Maul because, well, he was pretty awesome. Get the glare out of there. That's there. pretty cool. And uh, I bought this... 23 years ago. Wow. And it's been in the box ever since. Wow. Never pulled it out. I love it, dude. Glad, Pretty cool. I'm glad it's here now. Pretty cool. Well, real quick. Uh, it's really cool. <laughs> shout out to uh, um, Heroes Reforged. Oh, yeah. Star Wars. Shout Augustine, out. Adam. Those, those dudes know way more than I do about Oh, they know more. World. Yeah, they know way more than I do. Yeah. For sure. Well, okay. I just wanted real quick, since we talked about World War II. Yeah. Talk about some inventions that came out in oh, World War II. Okay. Uh, number one being computers. Oh. Thanks, World War II. Yeah. Uh, AT- Couldn't fit in a single room, by no. the way. ATMs. Oh, okay. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, super glue. Oh. Penicillin. What? Satellites. Uh, this one I don't care about. Freeze dried coffee. Huh. Um, mm. radar. Spell backwards is radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Jared's dog. <laughs> oh, oh uh, man! Ballpoint pen. What? Jet engines. What? 
photocopying. Ah! But all those are amazing. But I got one that's better. And I have a story behind it. No, you don't. AI? Meet. No. <laughs> Meet the woman who invented duct tape. Yeah. What? Was invented in World War II. Now, no I, way. I always knew it was invented in World By War II. By a woman? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I always knew it was invented in World War II. Yeah. To keep um, water out of the ammo cases. Oh. But I did not know this story. So basically, uh, this Illinois mom named Vesta Stout. Oh. She wanted to save some soldiers' lives in World War II. So in 1943... Uh, she was. She noticed that the boxes of ammunition that she was packing and inspecting—that was her job. Mm-hmm. They had a flaw, and mm-hmm. they were sealed with paper tape, uh, with a tab to open them. Okay. So the ammo cases, whatever. Yeah. But she said workers then dipped the entire box in wax to make it waterproof. But the paper was very thin, and they often wore off, leaving soldiers like frantically trying to open the box. Like, while they're under fire, they can't get the box open. Oh, wow. So uh, she invented duct tape. Wow. And then they said, yeah, we don't really care. And they didn't, like, they flat out just didn't, her supervisors didn't care. So what did she do? February 10th, 1943, she wrote a letter to Franklin D. Roosevelt. Oh. And uh, told her about the outlying problem and her solution, complete with diagrams. Roosevelt was so impressed that he passed the letter on to the War Production Board. Uh, Then they asked the Industrial Tape Corporation, then Mm -hmm. a Johnson & Johnson company, to make the product because it uh, demonstrated expertise. The rest is history. Mm. Wow. Super cool. Just out of nowhere, too, man. Gosh. That's why I love JFK. FDR. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's cool, man. Good on him, bro. Dude. That's awesome. And good on, like, good on her for, like, amazing. Going around her supervisors and literally melling the president. Yeah. Going to the the head man in charge of everything. And duct tape, bro. Come on. Who doesn't use duct tape? Come on. It's amazing. If you don't, you should. Yes. Well, that is the end. Thank you, Vestal Goodman. Of our... What was her name? I, Vesta, I think. Vesta oh, Vesta. Stout. Oh, I was thinking of the singer. Sorry. <laughs> Vesta Goodman? What does she say? Vestal Goodman. She, how, how do you spell it? Uh, V-E-S-T-A-L, I think. Goodman. Goodman. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just the way she looks. Right. Old school, bro. Russell Goodman invented that tape. We want to thank you, Lord, for this idea of duct tape. I'm going to write a song about it. Here it goes. Jordan River Wow <laughs> There is a place There's a place no She can do it though Oh she's great Where the tree of 
We hope you all have a good week. Yeah. And God bless anyone who served for our country. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Have a fun one. That was last week. (laughs) I'll just edit that out. (laughs) Happy week, everybody. Yeah. Happy good week. Happy Goodman. Happy Goodman. Alright. Love y'all. The late great best of Goodman. So good. See y'all. Bye. It's the Twerk Ethics Show. It's the Twerk Ethics